Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. It is what we do Gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional, you know, that old piece of paper made and created by a bunch of racist white guys. And, and let's not forget uh, that other guy, you know, biblical. But yeah, fiat money, that's the way to go. If you, if you think it may not be, and if you think maybe preserving your wealth, especially uh, in the insanity that is called the central bank and fiat money is vastly approaching, you know what to do. 800-951-0592. And welcome to, to everybody all over the world. And, and uh, I mean, we have so many people streaming and podcasting and listening at the middle of the night, uh, early in the morning, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, Huge, huge followings uh, in, in in Louisiana and in, in Wichita. We see you guys. Uh, Idaho is, is coming. A lot of people. You know what's really California. Uh, more and more people starting to pay attention, Jason. Uh, and I think a lot of them are getting nervous because uh, their four hundred one k statements for the second quarter are going to be coming out. Yeah, and some of those big players that they, everyone thought their money was safe in is, uh, is, is they're not doing too well. So <laughs> your Apple and your Microsoft and some of these other ones that are some of your stalwarts are uh, they're not working out so well because uh, there's there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, well, and uh, Target for the second time in like what th- less than three weeks uh, they had terrible earnings. Uh, they 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 said, hey, we we've got some inventory problems today. They're like, we can't get rid of this stuff. Uh, and there are going to be massive markdowns coming, uh, more pressure happening there. We've got uh, oil rallying again, gold rallying. Jason made the call yesterday. Be ready for a very strong, strong showing out of gold. And I think because here's the realities. Everyone was hoping and praying. Maybe we'll get a pause or maybe inflation is peaked. None of that's happening. I think you're going to start seeing it reflected here in the gold price. Gold's up a 10 spot here, 1850. Silver closed above $22 yesterday, staying above it so far today, up uh, almost another 10 cents here at $22.20. And of course, uh, $22 has been uh, holding silver back. But Jason, do you think silver's going to have a strong month as well? Yeah, in fact, I think silver will do better, but it's it's just because the paper, you, know, you, you can only fake things for so long, and even in your fake information, like, I can't wait for our new fake inflation number to come out, but uh, the fake paper numbers, which is, that's what our spot prices are, it's a paper market, it's not the physical market, they're oversold, and there's buyers in the paper markets, so there's strong buying, and they've, they've you have to collapse the price on gold and silver as hard as they could, I thought it was going to go down some more, but... It sure looks like, uh, you know, if everything stays calm and cool in the new cycle, which it probably won't, it's silver and gold should have a great June. Yeah, and I'll say this because Jason talked a lot. And he always, uh, you know, he, he follows a lot of what, what we call the, the gold naysayers out there. 
And, and, and so he's always thinking, ah, it's going to go lower. It's going to go lower. And I'm usually like, yeah, I don't think it's going to, uh, but this is the first time he said, Hey, I think it's going higher and significantly. So, and and again, little things happen. I mean, I know we got all kinds of, uh, of things burning out there. Uh, Jason will tell you if we're a leading indicator, you know, what's funny. Here's what we're seeing at Patriot. A significant increase, I mean significant increase in what we like to refer to as smaller hitters, little hitters selling out of need, right? Hey, I just, man, I got to put food on the table. I got to put gas in the truck, right? I, I got to come up with some money. I don't have enough after my after I get my paycheck and I'm trying to pay my bills. We don't have enough. And we're starting, you know, they're selling a roll of Silver Eagles or they're selling a $20 gold piece or a $5 gold piece or a tenth ounce just to, to try to get by. And then on the other side, we're seeing the big hitters coming in and buying, Jason. Right, yeah, the the, the smaller buyers, uh, which, you know, you, you, you buy this stuff to, to hold on to it, have a little savings just for that just-in-case, and really the 2022 might be that just-in-case while you bought it to begin with. So if you need to sell, don't feel – a lot of sellers, they feel guilty when you sell gold and silver. There's really no reason to feel guilt. If you look at it the way you're supposed to, which is savings – when you need it, well, if this is your time of needing it, then at least you did it better than most of the country who never gets into this stuff. And the small buyers, not as many small. I usually have a lot more right. of these small uh, invoices in my locker, and uh, I just I have a, a locker that's just not as full as in, invoices that we like. Right. The 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 and and what it is is we got people coming in and they're they're doing hundred, two hundred, five hundred thousand dollar orders. So the bigger guys are getting prepared while the little guys are getting squeezed. I think that's probably exactly where the economy really sits. Uh, so 800-951-0592, no matter what your needs are. Just want to remind everybody, uh, June, at the end of June, it's metals plan delivery time. Uh, we're going to be ahead of schedule here. So, uh, uh, we're going to probably start doing deliveries on metals plants towards the end of next week. Uh, we actually were going to try to get it done before the 4th of July holiday. So be ready for that. And if you want to make adjustments to your plan, you want to join the metals plan, right? July starts that new quarter as well. When we get back, another snub for the Biden administration. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Some really interesting developments over the last. Go go back to to the middle part of last week. There was an announcement from the Biden White House uh, that he was going to Saudi Arabia. He's got to get these these gas prices down, and I thought that was interesting because I'm like, mm, as far as I know. The crown prince over there doesn't even want to talk to the prime. Matter of fact, won't even take his phone call. And then very quietly, I want to say it was either late Friday or it may have even been on Saturday, the White House announced that the, the trip had been canceled. Right? We know why. Right? Because I'm sure Saudi Arabia let it be known. Well, he can come. Uh, but, but the crown prince, he's busy. He's too busy 
to take your call. I go back, remember, go back to that UN vote when they wanted to sanction Russia for the Ukraine invasion. And of course, we have told you here at, in this show, right, the powers that be decided we, they wanted this war to happen. This war should have never have happened. Uh, we had made, I don't even know how many different agreements. It's along the lines of at least close to a half a dozen over the last four decades, five, go, go back, so let's just say from the end of World War II to where we are today, at least half a dozen times we've had agreements about Ukraine and about not having them be a part of NATO, about not having them be a part of the EU. The last one was was back in 2014 when we promised and did all these things. So, again, uh, you know, the, the, the whole story here, there's a lot to it. But that U.N. vote, remember, 93 countries were kind of, we'll say, on Team USA. 82 countries were like, mm, not so much. A lot of these countries right here at our back door. The Summit of American, of the Americans, Americas, sorry, I'll get it right. The, uh, the Summit of the Americas. It's going to be held in Los Angeles. Mexico announced yesterday, by the way, they're one of the countries that didn't vote with us at the UN. Yeah, we're not going. The reason why Mexico said they're not going, well, because you didn't invite everybody that makes up the Americas, so Jason, we're not coming. Well, I mean, uh, it, it, it's all about, you know, who's more important to whom, and it seems like our America's importance drops every single year, Joe. It seems like we're you know, Saudi Arabia doesn't want to meet with us. They're just not going to do it, are they? What are you supposed to do, force them? And uh, we used to have this thing called the petrodollar, but it seems like that's kind of getting wrecked right now. So, I, you know, it, it all depends on how this Ukraine war shakes out or what what, what this uh, geopolitical situation, uh, even we'll just say Taiwan and China and everything, this, everywhere else. This is, yeah, this president is so unrespected and is so weak. And, again, this is a – and I hate to, to say it, but we've got the worst combination possible. We've got the weakest central bank president in decades. We've got the weakest president maybe ever, at least in the modern era, ever. We've got the most liberal treasury secretary ever. And now we've got at least, a, you know, let's call it what it is, about half the world saying, you know what, we're done with it. Listen to what Mexico said as to why they're not coming. The exclusion of Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela cannot be a summit if all countries aren't invited. They said that the Biden administration not respecting these countries' sovereignty and their these countries' independence 
cannot be tolerated. And again, Jason, this is this is a big deal. I know for a lot of people, you're like, well, you know what? what what's the big? No, this is a big deal because it's been argued by us that this war that started, which, by the way, I'm, we cannot rule out. Is was this the start of World War Three? It may be. This is about. This is another one of these banker wars. A lot of the world is ready to be done with the dollar as the reserve currency. They want to be respected. They want to have choice. And right now what they're saying is, is hey, the choice isn't always the United States, Jason. And that's correct, Joe. And, and I've mentioned many times that all these you know, industrialized nations, they have all have a central bank that all play together. So the, the countries that are always seems to be the enemy of, of America are the ones without central banks. So Venezuela being one of those, they have a central bank, but it doesn't doesn't play a ball with us. So what what you've got here is, I think, Joe, uh, the, take the dollar down as a, as a world reserve currency because maybe China would like to uh, go into other countries and steal their assets. We, why, why does America get to have all that stuff? I want you know, have Russia. Russia would like to go into Venezuela when they're already there. They've been training uh, Venezuela for any kind of attack from America. Well, Russia wants to get all that. You know, they want all those assets. They they want to be able to tax Venezuela for for bringing them into the world scene as, as a central bank. And that and that's kind of where this is going, Joe. I, I think that's why uh, China is getting into Africa early. You know, they, hey, at some point our labor is going to be too expensive. We need to uh, we need to have some cheap labor. Where do we go? Well, let's go to the third world that that has nothing there. We'll we'll build it up and they'll, they'll owe us everything. That's I think that's where we're headed, Joe. And again, China has been become a major player in Central and South America, yep. uh, and in Mexico. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. And and again, uh, this is an issue about us bullying other countries, and, and even you know, let's face it. Bullying our own friends and a lot of people now using this opportunity because I think they see the writing on the wall. They, they see a weak central bank. Because all these countries were like, what you, transitory inflation. What are you guys talking about? This, there's a crisis going on. What are you guys doing? Why did you take so long to realize what was happening? Right and 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 then this this whole thing with Russia and Ukraine, you can tell. You can tell now, if Russia just went in there, there was no reason. It was absolutely ridiculous, and they just invaded poor Ukraine for, and without justification. It wouldn't have been ninety three eighty two. It wouldn't have even been close. Because the right people, we say it all the time. People are generally good. Mexico wouldn't have abstained and said, "Hey, we're just not going to vote, right? We're not going to do that." So we know, and everybody out there, our listening audience, you know, there was a lot, a lot of factors that led to where we are today, and of course, now we're paying for it with horrible inflation. It's so bad. The, yesterday we talked about Social Security. This morning, huge article. Boy, do we got a big problem. In that report, and remember I told you the only reason why they say it will last as long as it does is they, they got a bunch of fallacies in, in their projections. Well, one of them is the COLA payments for next year. Most people don't realize this. 
This is why you listen right here, because I tell you, do you know what your COLA, and that's a cost of living adjustment for everybody on Social Security. Do you know when they calculate it? Because it's kind of interesting. They calculate it in the third quarter, July, August, and September. They act like that's the, the, they don't calculate inflation for the first half of the year, right? They kind of hope, well, the gas bike's over, you know, traditional stuff. They, they actually figured it out that in, inflation tends to be the lowest in the third quarter. So that's the quarter they use to determine the following year's cost of living adjustment. Well, in the latest Social Security report, guess what they're saying they're going to give you next year? About 3.8%. Here's the problem. Everybody knows that number is going to be double that. They're hoping right now that it's not 8%, which is, of course, all of a sudden, uh, Social Security, just by that one change, if that happens, loses about two years uh, of existence, Jason. And, and this is a huge problem. Inflation is a huge, huge problem. And it doesn't look like it's going away. And uh, and when Joe was talking earlier about uh, America going and taking assets from other countries, he said, he said us. It's not really – it's not us. It's the central bank that's doing it. It's their, it's their government cronies. It's the Ponzi scheme. It's the system. And and what Joe's talk about is uh, America's Ponzi scheme. Let's just say you're France or you're Portugal or you're Poland. That you buy and sell all of this funny money all across the world. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be Federal Reserve notes. It could be uh, the Chinese money. It can be the the the, the euro. But it's all headed by the, the Federal Reserve. That's the that's the world reserve currency. The, the Ponzi scheme. It's just obvious that the Ponzi scheme is over with. And this is the trick that they do. This is the trick that they're playing because it happened during World War II. Bretton Woods, the Ponzi scheme that was the this the pound sterling being the world reserve currency. That Ponzi scheme was already getting old and it was getting weak. And they had a, a thing called World War II to blow the whole thing up. Look how much uh, chaos happened to get the new world economic system. Well, it's happening again. I, and, and Joe, World War Three, it may not, you know, World War One was trenches, World War Two is tanks, World War Three could just be economics, or it could be information, or whatever you, you have. It doesn't have to be things blowing up necessarily. It can, it can be simply what we're already seeing. Yep. Of countries saying we're going to stop exporting food. Economic. We're going warfare. to stop exporting computer chips. We're going to stop exporting crude oil. The problem or, with that, Joe, is or as, when somebody doesn't get theirs, then they didn't. It's like, well, they're not giving us ours. It's time to go take it. That, that's the problem. That's that's when you get the uh, hot war. And, and then we, you know, we talked about Mexico. Just saying, we're not coming. You're not inviting everybody. You're not respecting uh, these countries. You don't respect us. We're not coming. Saudi Arabia. The president tried to, I guess, tried to force a visit. And Saudi Arabia said thanks, but no thanks again. This morning, Goldman Sachs comes out and says, okay, uh, we got to raise our oil price target. We're now saying oil is going to be $140 a barrel. And, again, that's if the, that is probably the best case. Is it one forty? And Joe, that's it, probably the best case. Their answer to the failing Ponzi scheme is always, "Hey, we got this new little Ponzi scheme." Well, we'll call it something that we call. We'll call it fair and decent, but 
let's get rid of that old one. It's going away. You're right. It's it's no good. We we we're here. We hear you. But here's this new monetary scheme that we're going to give you. And this is this is so much better, Joe. And that's that's what we'll end up with. Something way worse, and oh, obviously yeah. a digital money system. A digital money system is coming. You better believe it, and you better have a. a the least amount possible in these banks. This is just what's happening here. How about this? This is this is what I talk. When you talk about weak weakness. Yesterday afternoon, after right, you know, hey, we find out that the Saudi visit over the weekend got canceled, and he's trying to save face. The Biden administration invoked the De- Defense Production Act. Right, the last time we saw that, right, Trump used it to have General Motors and Ford make ventilators. So he's using it because of soaring energy costs. So I'm thinking, okay, what did this guy finally find sanity? He's going to tell these oil companies, you better pump oil, all the oil you can. Get every refinery maxed out at maximum capacity. Maybe he's saying, hey, you know what? You shut that refinery five years ago. Get that thing back open. Uh Uh-uh. No, no, no. Wait till I tell you what he used the act for. If this doesn't make you call and buy gold, nothing will. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Listen, I know it, it's hard to hear bad news all the time. I, I, I get it. But you got to understand what you're preparing for. It's not what you're hearing everywhere else. You're not preparing for the, the, the line of bull that CNBC or Fox News or C, even CNN or any of those guys are trying to tell you. And I'm just talking on the financial side of things. You're not preparing for the line of bull that Jay Powell tells you or Joe Biden tells you. You're preparing for reality. Jason, I think we have even more listeners than I thought. Apparently, the World Bank may be listening to our show. All right. They just came out. They just came out and said that recession is going to be hard to avoid, meaning it's coming. And then they threw out something which I've been telling everybody: stagflation is likely, according to the World Bank. Here's what they said: they're saying that it's going to be a protracted period of feeble growth and elevated inflation. This is the double depression, Jason, and I keep telling you about. <laughs> so, well, right? Joe, here's the thing. You, you, you go back. Now, people are, oh, it's the stagflation of the 70s. No, it's not. The 70s, we actually had growth going on. This is going to be much different. This is going to be that super high inflation with negative growth. This is something the world has yet to see, Jason. Yeah, Joe, and somebody who's, let's just say, been listening to our show for, I don't know, a decade or 15 years, been listening to you guys uh, well before Brian and Jason showed up, they might say, well, Joe, well, it seems like you're, there's always bad news. I've been listening to you for 15 years. It's always bad. and I, You can easily, easily explain it away. We talk, I just talked about in the last segment the Ponzi scheme that was put into place after World War II, 
in the 40s and the 50s, I mean, you wanted a high standard of living, the highest standard of living in America. There it was in the 50s, maybe even in the 60s some. But then after that, as soon as the 60s blossomed and Vietnam Wars and gold confiscation and in 1971, you took us off the gold standard. It's been a lower standard of living every single decade. And what happens is, like Joe said many times, it starts slow and then it gets really fast. So it's, it's, you know, I, think I, it's, I, I, I love, uh, yeah, but I love your point, though. Go back. I've been doing this 20 years. Gold was $300 when I started. Times were better, too. 300 And we're now talking about, you know, almost 1900 Not too bad. I think a lot of people would be would take that. 600% return in 20 years, not too bad. And by the way, it's going to get a lot worse. That was that was the small jump. Let me give the number again, 800-951-0592. Trust your instincts. You know what you have to do. So going back to what Biden came out with, just listen to this genius. Using the Defense Production Act. This is all deliberate. They, they, let me tell you right now. The powers that put all of this in motion can't believe, they're giddy right now. They can't wait to see $10 gas in California. Can't wait. I mean, already here in, listen, we're at 540 here in Phoenix. Six bucks is gonna be, we, we'll probably see six bucks by 4th of July. Colorado, you're going to have five. Everything is Tucson, in the Tucson, you're going to have five. Everything's well, in the fives, except for, except for regular unleaded. Everything's in the fives, Joe. I think it's 480 now here in Colorado. Yeah, already. See, uh, diesel, we haven't even mentioned diesel. Forget about it. It's going to be seven, maybe eight. Can you imagine like $11 diesel in California? So here's what the here's what this genius did. They, they, they said the purpose of the invocation of the Defense Production Act in terms of energy is to accelerate domestic production of five key energy technologies. I was like, okay, here we go. Right, I'm thinking crude oil, unleaded gas, diesel. I'm thinking natural gas. Heck, I'm even thinking, who knows, maybe we'll get smart, throw some nuclear in there. Uh, nope. None of those. Instead, first and foremost, solar panels. Yes, let's let's get those things cranked out. Uh, by the way, we need transformer and electrical grid components. So this is one of the things most people don't realize. Listen, we've got, I don't even know, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of miles of desert. We could scrape this desert and we could build solar panels from Gila Bend all the way to the, to the California border. And it still wouldn't be enough. But we don't even have the ability to get a lot of these solar projects attached to the grid. Ready for the third. So this is that, that's second part. Third, heat pumps. Yeah, heat pumps. I, I don't know. I, I, somebody smarter than me will have to tell me what, how heat pumps are involved in the 
uh, green energy. Is that what happened to Texas uh, last year? I don't know. Number four, insulation. And last but not least, fuel cells, Jason. Wow. You know, Steve Starr sent us a uh, a little thing here. Maybe I'll read on the next segment. It's just it's going to feed right into this. And uh, it's, it's quite the little statement. It's just a little, little one-page little letter. And I think you sent it to me this morning, Joe. It's uh, no, a couple of days ago. It's bad. I, I, we had uh, one of our guys, Bob, yesterday, Joe. You know, we, uh, he came in to do a little business. And uh, he's... Uh, Went from the thing he was doing. Now he's 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 doing trucking, and he's saying some stuff. He's you know he's now he gets to be out there looking at everything, and he said the stuff I'm seeing, uh, the end of this year is and and uh, is going to be really bad. And I said, well, what about next year? He's like, you know, he's like, I wasn't even thinking about next year. Next year's a complete disaster. <laughs> and I got well, this. I get this thing to read, man. It is incredible. Let me. You know what? I I, I just a casual observation for me. So I had to get gas yesterday. And it's it's five dollars thirty nine cents. I mean, just you know, unless you go to to Costco, maybe Costco is five twenty nine. But I'm at uh, the gas station near my home, and something really weird happened. I pulled up to the pump. Same time somebody else pulls up to the pump, and we pretty much start pumping gas about the same time. tell you what happened next and and i think it's really indicative of what's happening here uh right now take radio news hour we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 wall street's down none of it down a lot but the dow the sp nasdaq all just in in negative territory but barely gold's up a 10 spot here 1850 uh, silver's up about seven cents right now, twenty-two dollars and fifteen cents. So yesterday, I'm, I'm at the pump, and uh, it was a jeep that happened to pull up next to me. We start filling up at the same time, and then next thing you know, the jeep takes off, and I'm looking at my pump, and I'm like at seven gallons. So I was just curious. So I walk, you know, I kind of walk over, and I. I peer around the pump to see, and sure enough, he he only puts in $40. And I thought, oh, that's kind of weird, because normally, you know, where especially where I live, people just fill it up. And then another car came, and he pulled up, you know, the, in the same side of the pump I was at. He actually fills up and leaves before I'm done even filling up. So I walked over to his pump. Jason, he only put $20 in, and I'm like, you know what? This is kind of where we're at. People are just, man, I, this is all I can put in here. Hopefully, uh, I can make it to Friday, I guess. That's what teenagers used to do when they first get their car, and they're on a limited budget, and they had to put in just enough gas to <clears throat> go cruising on Friday night. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, that's the stuff you don't want to see, Joe. You, you fill up. It's not that big of a deal. Just fill up. But no, people are not affording this. I was talking about Bob, who came in yesterday. One of the things he said he was seeing, Joe, because he knows farming, is that some of these crops are about one-third the height they're, they're supposed to be at. You know, they're supposed to be a, you know, certain crops, certain heights, right? He's like, no, you know, here he's going to give me the little, this is as tall as they should be. This is where they're at. He's like, and this is early June. It's one-third. So that goes back to, uh, you know, 
you know, fertilizer, doesn't it, Joe? Water, uh, resources. And then I, you, know, you sent me this thing from uh, Steve, Steve Stars. Let me, let me read this because this is fuel. Uh, this is from a guy named Austin Smith, small trucking company in Idaho Falls, Idaho. I need to get something off my chest. I generally refrain from talking politics and especially making political posts. However, I need to say this. I'm going, uh, what I'm going to post is real, not somebody that is a friend, cousin, sister, neighbors, or something that's happened to them. I own a small trucking company, and this is what the fuel crisis is doing to our country. So this directly affects me, you, our children, and our country. Today I filled up one. Today I filled up my truck to deliver products that I keep to keep our it keeps our country fed. When I filled up my truck, it cost me one thousand one hundred forty-nine dollars and fifty cents. This is one truck for one day of fuel. I own three trucks, so for the for one day of operation, it's costing me three thousand four hundred forty-eight dollars and fifty cents. Yes, we use a fuel tank of fuel every single day, sometimes more than one tank in a day. My trucks generally run five to six days a week, so we'll just estimate on the low side of things, five days a week, that's $17,242.50. Last week was over $20,000 for one week of fuel that I have to pay out of my pocket and try to keep not only my children fed, but those of my employees Mark my words, we are on a downhill slide to the worst recession in our country that has ever been seen. If you don't believe me, I implore you to do your own research. Trucking companies are going under left and right. Literally hundreds of trucking companies are going out a week. If you are not aware uh, what, you are, what you are wearing, what you are eating, what you're living in, what you're driving, and what you're reading this on was delivered by a truck, if something drastic doesn't change in the next few weeks or months, I promise you you'll see empty shelves everywhere you look. You'll see chaos as people fight for the basic necessities of life, food, medicine, etc. If something doesn't change, I pray that all you have the ability, knowledge, and skills to fend for yourself, not only against those who would do you and your family harm, but to be able to find sustainable food and water. If this is a scary time, not only for small business owners, but every single American. And then he does make a statement like, look, we need to get better uh, people uh, running the system, you know, you better politicians. But I'll tell you this, Joe, I don't know if it really matters if it's a Republican or Democrat. This thing, it really feels like the ability for the world to sustain the population that's here is, is whether it's forced or it's, it's just a, unsustainable, it's, it's coming to a head right now. You need so much yeah, energy for so many people to live on this planet. And what he's talking about when he's talking about truckers going under, these are the little guys like him. He's like, hey, I got three trucks. These are the independents. Uh, and, and they usually make their livelihood on the stuff that the big truckers, the excess from the big truckers. What's happened is fuel costs have jumped up so significantly, but what the... What the loads will pay, put them into bankruptcy. What he's saying is, hey, what I'm getting paid for the deliveries that, that I'm making to run my trucks isn't isn't enough to cover the fuel and pay my guys and pay the insurance and do all this. And he's right. They're going under like crazy right now. And, and, and I got bad news, of course. Again, I know. This is going to go up another 
couple of dollars a gallon. He's talking seventeen to twenty thousand. Uh, it's going to be twenty five thousand here shortly, Jason. Yeah, you know, what's something else Bob told me is that his trucks are half full or a quarter full on some of his loads. He's going to to drop off loads, and it's sometimes he has to wait eight hours to unload. I mean, he's, he's, he says it's crazy, and he's driven trucks before, so he's seeing this situation deteriorate just in the few months he's been doing this. And a smart guy knows you know knows what to look for, so it's uh. It's pretty crazy, Joe, when you start hearing stuff like that about, you know, smaller loads, more expensive gas, trucking companies going away. Uh-oh, right? It's it's a big uh-oh on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. Everybody get ready. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's up 11 here, 1850, 1851. Uh, silver is higher as well. The, the losses on Wall Street, not horrible, but, but getting a little worse here. Dow's down 50 points right now. The S&P down five. The Nasdaq lower as well. Crude oil's higher today, uh, just below $120, uh, today. This is it. This is the last day on 20s, uh, at, at 2175. Uh, and again, we've been talking about the, the big hitters have been coming in. We just had another one. Just pretty much wiped us out here. Uh, 21.75 on U.S. $20 gold pieces today at 800-951-0592. Uh, we, we, we've got about a hundred or so available, uh, and you gotta be a little bit patient. This won't be, delivery won't be until next week. Uh, and Jason, uh, if, if, Volume discount. This is the be- ten or more. Twenty one sixty five. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and just be patient. Yeah, be patient. You know, sometimes we have the stuff ready and available. Other times we it needs to be shipped and and brought. But uh, it, you know, it's uh, it's it's a good system we got, Joe. It's uh, we we deal with the customers directly. Uh, I know that uh, I've talked to a great many people recently. As there's there's a lot of new people. Looking for somewhere to put their money, and there's, I'm having these discussions with people that are probably, you know, they're not telling me how much money they got, but I can tell it's like, hey, I, I've got something, a retirement, I got something I'm cashing in, I got, I got a lot of money, I, I got to figure out what to do with it because everything's being eaten alive, and they're asking questions, and and one of the things I tell them is, you know, it's 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 one thing to go try to find the the cheapest ounce of whatever you can on some internet site. But uh, maybe the first thing you should ask these other internet sites, how much are you going to pay me for it? Uh, how, how much is it going to cost me? How hard is it going to be to get it to you? Uh, d- d- can I trust what's going to happen in the mail? Can I trust what, what happens when it gets to you? Uh, when you deal with uh, somebody in person, it's so much better than dealing with something through the mail. I'm going to tell you right now. And when things get wackier and wackier, like things keep getting wackier, a nice little private meeting at one of our offices in Colorado or, or uh, Arizona is going to be a little, little uh, more trustworthy and and just just going to feel a lot better, Joe. And I, our customers are the, uh, the the most calm, relaxed people I've ever seen in my life. They, they economically they don't have as many worries as the average guy walking the street, Joe. Be prepared. You can you can be worry free as well. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Here, do I know how bad it's going to get? Poland. They're in such short supply of fuel that they've introduced a a 
a campaign for residents. Uh, the residents out there, they're burning. They're going out and chopping down trees and burning everything that they can to try to, to get that energy. Uh, Poland, uh, which had introduced a ban to prevent all of that, you know, burning coal, burning wood in 2019. Jason, they just removed the ban and telling their citizens that they could forge for firewood from the forest to be able to keep warm this winter. Yeah, anytime you're out there listening to, to, to green new energies, and you know, the one thing they act like is a you know, it's renewable energy. It's called biomass. Well, biomass is trees. <laughs> it's a, and you can get energy out of burning trees, but it's it's very inefficient compared to yeah, oils. I think Greta is going to be real happy with that. Biomass. That's what Poland's doing. They're going to biomass, Joe. 800 951 